Hey guys, this is the Blevins. With me is Phelan, and we are recording episode zero, the pilot episode of our Pokemon Go podcast, the Pokemon Go Big podcast. And this is just a little disclaimer here. First off, if you're listening while you're playing Pokemon Go, remember to be safe. And oh god, watch out for that car! Oh no, I'm kidding. That's probably not a car. <laughs> Dead. We've killed one person. No, but for real, be be safe out there. Um, Carry a knife. <laughs> what we're going to do today is, uh, first off, put a, another little disclaimer. This is going to be a super low-key episode. We've just got some basic stuff. We're just going to get, just going to go over a basic episode. We don't really have a whole lot planned. We're going to be, in the upcoming weeks, we're going to be doing a lot of work on the show. Uh, so... Keep in mind, this is going to be a really low production value episode, really low uh, content episode. So just keep that in mind and let us know uh, anything that you want us to talk about in the future and, and let us know what you want, kind of want the show to be. We've got some ideas, but we're going to kind of open it up to the public, so to speak. So without further ado, let's talk about a little bit who we are for those of you who don't know us. Phelan, let's start with you. Oh, let's see. Where to begin? Uh, I started playing Pokemon when I was in uh, fifth grade. I think it was around fifth grade. I should probably ask you, was it fifth grade? I mean, we the were... The game was released officially when we were in, like, kindergarten or first... No, first or second grade, so sometime around then would have been appropriate. Really? I feel like I was... Well, around fifth, around fifth grade, I mean, would have been appropriate. Okay, but I feel like, so that would put me at 10. Um, I'm 26 now. I'm an adult with a job, and <laughs> it, it feels great to be able to go back to this nostalgic kick that is Pokemon. And while I, I, I don't have the time to put in the crazy hours that I've seen some people put in, <laughs> I do my best to catch what I can um, and try to hit up as many Pokestops as I can on my way to work. True, true. Uh, but of course you're not Pokemon going and driving. Of course you're. No, I'm I'm pulling over real quick. <laughs> yes, and uh, you know I'm in this I'm in the same sort of boat. Uh, been playing since. Oh God. I I remember. I don't know how old I was. I was probably around the same age. I think even younger because I barely even remember a time when there wasn't Pokemon. Uh, but it, I I got my first uh, my first game, which I won't reveal which which one I had read or no we need to have this conversation we're going to have it but we're not going to have it at, at this point we'll have it in a little in a little bit but okay. I, I got my first version and I've been hooked ever since I actually <laughs> a funny story I, I don't know where these came from I'm guessing it was from Toys R Us I, I think there were these like promotional videos it was basically like an episode from the show the Pokemon show, but it was like a promotional one. Like, this is what Pokemon is. Take a look at the wonderful world of Pokemon. It was on VHS, and it was like, this is what Pokemon is. Keep an eye out for the shows every Saturday. And I'm like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. And I literally, I literally, I mean, I was probably, you know, sub ten years old. I literally remember thinking, whoa, uh, these are real. I can't believe it. This is crazy. There's a show about these, and we're gonna go find. It was just, and and now it finally came true. I, I remember the first time I ever heard about it. I was at the parks program, which for people yes. who don't know was a free babysitter for the summer that the city provided, basically. Yeah. Um, 
and I remember someone walked onto the park with their Game Boy, and they were playing the game, and I asked what it was, and they're just like, this is Pokemon. And they, I watched them play it, and I'm just like, I need to get in on this. This looks great. Yeah, and that kind of segues into the whole reason that we're doing the show is that Pokemon Go has been basically the first thing since the actual Pokemon games that has felt like you know, the Pokemon games. There's, there's, and not just in that we're catching Pokemon and it's a, that it's the original 150. It's just a cultural movement that is huge. It's bigger than. It's bigger than just gamers. It's bigger than, you know, just Pokemon fans. It's everyone. And we're even starting to see things that haven't really existed since, the since like, the dawn of the popular internet age, right? So people are... I'm seeing people, like, make up stories and, like, there's, like, myths about the game. The game is bigger than just the game. Like, I remember... <laughs> I remember going on... Oh, what was that website? It was like the, the old GeoCities websites and just trying to look up like Pokemon cheats that you could do in game. <laughs> and that sort of feeling is still alive now or has been reborn with Pokemon Go. There's just like crazy things like you hear like stories because the game is not the game's not perfect right now, right? It's not a, a perfectly polished game. So there's a lot of like things that you're not 100% sure about in the game. We'll talk a little bit about some of those, I think. Uh, so people, like, have theories about what they actually do, and like, oh, if you do this, you can do blah, blah, blah. So it's like, the game has grown bigger than itself already, and it's been out for, what, a week now? And I haven't... Just a hair over a week, yeah. yeah. I haven't felt like this since... I haven't felt something like this since the games were originally released back in you know the, the the mid to late 90s so that's kind of why we're doing the show uh it's such a huge thing now obviously we we have been playing since then uh, but it's it's getting people that you would never even expect to have played pokemon or to play pokemon ever to play so that's it's it's kind of cool and it's kind of huge really it, it's it's a cultural phenomenon if nothing else yeah i have people i work with who have no idea what who like any of the pokemon are outside mm -hmm. of like pikachu and they just play because they think it's the t to them the technology and the ar is just so crazy that they're playing and capturing pokemon without knowing who any of them are or having any sort of association because they're you know i mean they, their kids are my age to say the least they're you know in their late mm -hmm. 40s early 50s but they're just so fascinated by the the concept of this game that they're playing too yeah and it's it it's crazy because <laughs> same sort of same sort of thing people are coming up to me and they're like oh what's this pokemon and i'm like that's that that's radita man and they're like oh man what's it i'm like they're like i can't believe they came out with all these pokemon that's so great that's so cool that i can't believe that i'm like these pokemon have been out for 20 years how do you not know them like <laughs> yeah it's crazy to think that it's been 20 years yeah it, it absolutely is and I thought of the idea for a podcast. I mean, I always, in the back of my mind, have an idea for a podcast. It's just I'm, I'm always wanting to do more podcasts. Uh, but for this podcast specifically, I thought about it while, of course, playing Pokemon Go. Because when I'm playing Pokemon Go, I don't actually like to listen to the music. It gets very repetitive, and it makes me kind of want to gouge my eyes out after a while. I've, 
I've never actually listened to any of the sound while playing the game yet. Right. So, and I, I think you're a lot of people are probably in the same boat. So what I do is I just listen to podcasts while I'm playing Pokemon Go. So I figured, what better type of podcast to listen to while you're playing Pokemon Go than a Pokemon Go podcast? So hopefully, you know, you guys are listening to this while you're catching some sweet Pokemon, and we'll talk about some that we have caught in just a second. But uh, that's kind of, you know, the cultural phenomena of it mixed with the I would want to be listening to a Pokemon Go podcast while I'm actually playing Pokemon Go is kind of the synopsis of why we're doing the show. So we're going to move on. That's a little bit of an introduction. We're not going to do this type. We're not going to do this level of introduction for every episode. We just want to kind of give you guys an idea of who we are and why we're doing the show. Now we're going to move on to, we've got some ideas for segments. Uh, we're going to start off with some Pokemon brags, some humble brags. They're not going to be very humble, I don't think. Uh, Phelan, why don't we start with you? What's what's your what's your best Pokemon? Who's your coolest Pokemon? What's your strongest Pokemon? So, I mean, there's a dividing line there. My favorite Pokemon that I've caught so far mm -hmm. is a level 248 Haunter. And the reason why he is my favorite is because as soon as the game came out, I made the statement that as soon as I have a Gengar, I'm going to quit playing the game. <laughs> so... Getting that 248 Haunter uh, helps because now I don't have to capture as many Gastlys to get True. that Gengar. So I only need, I think, like, uh, I think it's 100 it's to 100 get Gengar. To evolve, yep. Yeah, so I've caught, like, 10 Gastlys so far. So I'm working my way there, but I'm still pretty far away. But that, that would be by far my favorite just because Gengar is the coolest Pokemon there is. It's hard to disagree with that. Gengar is pretty sweet. Um, but if we're going to go into my favorite Pokemon that I have, it's got to be my my little baby, Dratini. I was lucky enough to stumble upon him uh, while out on a Poke Walk that turned into a casual 5K. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just stumbled upon him, saw him on my screen. I'm like, well, I'm not going home until I find him. <laughs> and that's what I did. Found him, caught him. I, I threw like 50 berries and used a great ball like right when i got great balls uh just to make sure that i i caught the dratini. what level is your dratini uh, it's only a 247 which at the time was decent for me but i've since surpassed that being of relevant because i have a dratini as well but mine's 12 <laughs> wow <That's... laughs> i caught it very early on yeah, that that's awesome i have sent well actually i did see another dratini afterwards and I'm going to talk about that story uh, in one of our later segments, but I'm glad I didn't put any any uh, stardust into it yet because I have since I have yet to see another Dratini afterwards. So that, that that's my favorite Pokemon. If we're just gonna go by raw numbers, uh, my top six CP are a 749 Hypno, a 695 Golbat, a 640. Another Hypno, <laughs> a 622 Jolteon, a 581 Scyther, and another Jolteon at 571. Yeah. Um, mine aren't all... I'm only... I'm close to being level 10, so mm. mine aren't that high. My highest is a 375 Vaporeon, okay. uh, nicely named Vape Nation. <laughs> nice. I've seen uh, I've seen H, H2O Vape It as, as another one that's... <laughs> um, and an interesting one that I just caught today was a 275 seal. And what's interesting is I 
I've been going to the gym roughly six days a week for the last few months, trying to get into some the, sort of shape. The Pokemon that's gym not, or no, the, uh, a real gym <laughs> to try to get into some sort of shape that's not round. Um, so every day, every day since the games come out that I go to the gym, I open up the app and I have always expected to see him a champ. <laughs> And I've yet to see one. Or or even like a Hitmonlee or Hitmonchamp, nothing. Mm -hmm. I've seen nothing. And today when I got to the gym and I opened up the app, I found a seal. And I was very confused because there was no water. <laughs> and it was a gym. But nonetheless. But was uh, there a, a kiss from a rose is the question. No. Well, then I, I see no reason for there to be seal there. Shout out yeah. to anyone who got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, so I got a 275 Seal, the 248 Haunter, a 245 Raticate, a 233 Drowsy, and a 204 Bellsprout. I've been trying to keep my Pokemon um, as widely different as I can so that if I do stumble across a gym, I'm able to attack it with whatever is the stronger Pokemon based on type. Yeah, and I didn't purposely... I don't purposely have two Hypnos and two Jolteons in my lineup. Uh, that's just what happened to evolve, and they happen to be high enough CP where I, I've been using them. I think my, my end game is once I get to level... Well, uh, well, I'll talk a little bit about my strategy for spending Stardust later on in the show, but these are basically what I've stumbled upon, and I haven't actually pumped any Stardust into them. They've just... That's what they've been... That's what they... I either found them at or what they evolved into. So that's what I've been using. And actually, you know, we'll, I'll just throw this tip in here now. I've found that a lot of the gyms, at least around me, are guarded by either uh, Pidgeots because, you know, Pidgeot is a very common one. You catch a ton of Pidgeys. People pump a lot of Stardust into the Pidgeots and put them in gyms or Vaporeons because that's the EV, that's, that's the evolution that they got from their EVs, which is also relatively common around at least where I am. So Jolteon tends to be pretty decent against, you know, water type and flying type. So uh, I did pump a little bit into my first Jolteon and then I just happened. To, <laughs> obviously, I evolved the first Jolteon and my second one, of course, was another Jolteon. So <sighs> feels bad, man. But, uh, you know, the electric type has been pretty good for me. So I, I wouldn't mind even having another electric, although I want I want a fire type that's... Yeah, fire is the one big thing missing for me right now. I think a lot, it's missing for a lot of people in the early game. I think there's not really... The, the one... I think the only fire type I have... I have a, I have a Charmander that I f hatched, I believe, but it's pretty weak, and I've... I've hatched a Ponyta as well, and I've caught a couple Ponytas, so I could theoretically level up my Ponyta, or uh, technically increase its combat power rating, uh, but I'm not going to, at least right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's move on. That's kind of a... I, I like that segment. Just kind of go over, because it'll change every week, right? We'll, we'll talk about our favorite... Po well, maybe our favorite Pokemon won't change, but we can talk about our top Pokemon, see how I mean, going. yeah, we can talk about any interesting catches we got in the past week or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, one one interesting catch, actually, was uh, my brother and I saw a Jinx on our... And this is early on that we were probably only level Jinxie. 7. Yeah. We we were, like, level 7, I think. And we saw a Jinx, and I'm like, oh, man, I need to find this Jinx. And we hunted it down. We were like, 
we were like looking around. We went one way. It started. If you use my circle strat, which we'll talk about later, you would have gotten it really easily. I think I probably did use it, but not in a. uh, It it was tough, Um, but we found it and we got it and it felt good. But we'll we'll move on to another segment we're going to do where we just kind of talk about some of our gym brags. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this one. Maybe this will be like a. It won't be a recurring segment. It'll only come up every once in a while. But uh, you said uh, you mentioned Phelan that you had a pretty a pretty nice gym story that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think before we get into the gym brags, uh, well, actually, no, I was gonna say we should talk about our our team allegiance because sure. that kind of plays okay. into the yeah, story. Let's, okay, let's 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 talk. Let's about get it. it on the table. All right, we'll we'll lay it out because this I found out you know right before I pressed record that there's going to be some tension on the show. I, I assumed, you know, I, I wrongly assumed that you were, that you picked the right team, but you, you didn't. Yeah, and I, I correctly assumed you were a bandwagoner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's start with your story then. All right. So, uh, do you, with my team or my story? Or your, your team and, and why you picked it. Okay. Okay, so I am Team Valor. Uh, red or dead, Scum paint the man. town red for all the people out there. Uncultured swine. Um, and honestly, Mouth breather. the reason why I am Team Valor is me and my girlfriend have been playing pretty much at the same time, and we both hit level 5 at roughly the same time. And we were look, reading through the team names, trying to figure out what to pick, and I was getting ready to go instinct. Oh, God. And, yeah. And she's just like, no, I'm going Valor. And she just picked it. And I'm like, well, to save us from arguing in the future. And you call the me sake, the bandwagon fan? <laughs> for the sake of this relationship. For the sake that, you know, together we can, you know, work together on gyms and stuff like that rather than constantly going against each other. I went Team Valor just for that purpose. And um, so that's how I ended up Team Valor. And that goes into the gym break story because we went to our local Legmans and it was uh, controlled by instinct. No. I think it was Mystic. No, it was Mystic. It was definitely Mystic. And we sat in the parking lot for about a half hour working the gym down, and mm-hmm. eventually we conquered it, and we took over, and we were the, you know, the two of us were the gym leaders. And it, it was a nice little moment, you know, and she made the comment of, you know, a couple that takes a gym together stays together. And it, nice. it, was a, it was a nice little moment. It was the first gym that either of us had ever conquered, and we did it as a team. That was a really cute and great story, except for the fact that you stole the gym from a reasonable team. Feel free to talk and about you're your... both scumbags. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, feel free to talk about your bandwagon tendencies no. that okay. we've all come to know. <laughs> Obviously, so I picked the right team, Team Mystic. Uh, it, it was just a very obvious choice. I mean, I, I wanted to pick a good team. I wanted to be on the best team, and the team that. Here's the here's the real here's the real way I, I picked. Uh, for those of you who have watched Silicon Valley on HBO, a shout out to you, it's a great show. Uh, B, you know that it was it was very easy to pick my team. It was always blue, always blue, always blue, always blue, always blue, always yeah. It was it was just a very easy pick for me. Team Mystic. I mean, Articuno's the best legendary. Like no one ever argues against that. Um, it is interesting to see how these decisions. Garbage. These decisions that we made very early on in the game, before even the team allegiances were such a big thing that they are, Mm -hmm. have, you know, it's just interesting to say we all made these choices for very arbitrary reasons, it seems. Oh, absolutely. And now it plays into just a huge 
culture sort of. shift. Yeah. Yeah. I almost got in a fight with someone because no, I didn't. I didn't actually get in a fight. I pretended that I would have gotten in a fight because the guy picked blue. Obviously, he was he he knew it was up. A guy we were actually sitting down, uh, eating some. Uh, me and some people from work were eating lunch in a, a cafe, and we were playing. We were sitting and and just like looking at our Pokemon while we were waiting for lunch. And some guy comes in. And he just looks at us and he goes, "Team Blue." And I go, "You realize if you would have said red, we would have fought." He's like, "I know, but you guys look good." I'm like, "You're good. You're all right, guy." Uh, I heard a, a, a streamer told a story that they were playing and they pulled up to a Pokestop and there were a bunch of cars like around the Pokestop and like one of the cars flagged them down and stopped them, had them roll down the window and asked what team he was and all he responded with is red or dead and the guy was just like carry on and it seemed like they were basically <laughs> barricading any other team from coming through That's if they cool. were a part of Team Valor, which falls cool. right in line with the, what a Team Valor person would do. No, uh, the Team Valor person probably would have just crashed because they're some sort of bumbling oaf. No, I'm sorry. That's Team Instinct. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, and I, I, all I can say about you picking Team Valor is that at least it wasn't Instinct. I think we can all agree. We can all agree yeah. that Team Instinct is clearly the worst one. Yeah. I, I, I can have at a, least respect guy, Red. There's a guy at work who picked Instinct and we... Me and the other mystic person just kind of laugh at him. Yeah, no, wait, you're, you're, you mean Valor? You said mystic. No. Oh, there's a mystic person at work too? Yeah. Oh. There, there's, there's all sorts of representation, but there's one instinct and we all laugh at him. Yeah, it's funny because I have a crew at work that I told, I got, they're obviously blue. A lot of them were already blue. And then anyone who was new, I converted to blue. Because it was very easy. Uh, it was the obvious choice. Uh, there's, there has started a renegade faction of people at work that have picked red and now they group together, but <laughs> no one has picked yellow or at least has admitted that they picked yellow. If uh, they did, insane. they probably started over. Yeah. They probably just made a new account, which would make sense because instinct is the worst. Um, let us know what team you're on and, and defend your choice. We want to, I want to have, I want to fight people over Twitter or something. Um, yeah, I'm also enjoying the great memes that have come out of these team allegiances. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Um, but we'll move on. Oh, actually, no, we won't. I want to talk about my gym story. I don't have a gym. I don't have a specific to me gym story. I just want to talk about some of the gyms I've seen that are just absolutely insane. I didn't. I did not know how strong gyms could be until I went to a college campus. Uh, the college campus near me is uh, University of Buffalo, and I walked around there because I had heard that University of Buffalo is a veritable treasure trove of Pokestops, which it is. You can you could literally walk around forever. There are enough Pokestops to walk around in like a five-minute radius where you could just keep hitting them forever. Oh, RIT has that around every single building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, RIT has this pathway called the Quarter Mile. Uh, mm. RIT is Rochester Institute of Technology, for those who aren't aware. Um, Rochester, New York. There's a thing called a quarter mile, which is like the main drag through the campus. Yeah. And there's literally one every hundred feet, roughly, down the quarter mile. So it's yeah. it's quite the nice uh, pathway to take if you need to collect some Pokeballs. That's pretty great. Uh, yeah, similar at UB, probably not even, probably not as much. Uh, but I go there and like the highest gym I had seen was like level four. I didn't actually know you could get higher than level four until this point. Uh, I go up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go take a look at this gym. Look at it. It's level 10. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. I don't even think I've seen that. I didn't realize that they could get that high, first off. 
So there's 10 Pokemon in there. I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll go in and just defeat a couple Pokemon. The lowest was a uh, 1,000 Vaporeon. I'm like, okay, looking. Next one is like 1,000, 1,000, 1,100, 1,100, 1,200. I'm like, okay, well, there's probably a lot of 1,200s in here. Uh, nope. The next one was 1,500. I'm like, okay, I've never even seen one this high. The next one was 1,700. Okay. The last two was a... 2,000 Snorlax, and the, I guess, the leader of the gym was a 2,600 Snorlax. Yeah, I, I know there's a chart out somewhere, is, I think, on Reddit that is basically the best champions for gyms. Or yeah. not best champions, best Pokemon to hold a gym down. Mm -hmm. And I think Snorlax is either two or three on the list Wow, for, like, best Pokemon to have to hold a gym down, so... That's yeah. pretty great. I'm going to have to look at that list. And, oh, just a little side note, guys. If we talk about, uh, not for this episode, because, again, this is a pilot episode. We're, we're kind of working things out for this one. But in the future, if we talk about an article or a link or something, we'll put it in the show notes for the show. So keep an eye out for that one. Uh, keep an eye out for those. Um, we're not going to have them for this episode, obviously, but in the future we will. Uh, yeah, but I had never – I didn't even think that you could get that high. And I didn't think you could get that high this quick into the game. <laughs> this is absolutely insane. Um, yeah, it makes me wonder if he caught it that high, or if he's caught that many, he's been able to level up. It's probably a combination of both. I imagine probably caught, or maybe hatched a very high Snorlax, and then, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't. Um, yeah, that's impressive either way. It's super impressive, or scary, or sad. I don't know. Pick, pick your choice. I mean, I also assume the reason Snorlax is such a top person is because you can't get through the door to the gym because he just blocks it. Yeah, he just blocks it. You can't even get in. doesn't even let you fight. Uh, <laughs> uh, unless you have a Poke Flute. Though a Poke Flute would have been useful for me because I overslept. I took a nap after work and I was late. <laughs> but moving on, we'll, uh, we, I want to talk about... I have, and, and you mentioned you also have a, kind of a funny or weird story playing Pokemon Go. Um, I'll start with mine. So, as I alluded to earlier, uh, I had caught a Dratini on a, a 5K walk that I, I did. It, I didn't plan it to be a 5K. I just It just happened to be one, which is kind of funny in and of itself. But I caught the Dratini. I was super pumped. I'm like, okay, this is a great run. I'm going to start going back. I'm going to start walking back home. And I see another Dratini pop up. I'm like, oh, I got to go find this. So, I go one way. It starts going down. Okay. I know it's not that direction. I start going another direction starts going down i realize it's not that direction go a third way it's not that direction i'm like okay i know i know the general direction i need to start going uh so i start walking that direction and i end up at a park cool well this park is teeming with people who are playing in what looked to be t-ball level baseball I'm like okay that's fine so I go through the park I'm walking through, and I see it's one step, it's one footprint away. I'm like, okay, I can see, I, I, I like know right where it is. Well, I can't get close enough to catching this Dratini without literally walking it through the middle of a T-ball. Yes, yes, the story went exactly where I was uh, going. Well, it's not going exactly where you thought it was going because I drew the line. I, I didn't. I didn't walk through the baseball. Game. I didn't ruin it. Uh, mostly because I didn't want to get arrested. 
Uh, and if you just tell the kids there's a Dratini, they all would have got on their phones to go yeah, get it. The kids would have, but not the parents. The parents, the parents are our it. age. They, it was not that. I'm just go. I'm going. I'm not going to go any deeper than they wouldn't have understood. Okay. And I got that feeling from the creepy looks out. The, the, the looks I was getting while walking through, uh, and also the kids were. The, at, they were young to the point where they, uh, the majority of them likely didn't have cell phones. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I did not want to take any chances, but no, like it, and it was like in any other place I would have been able to get it. Cause I could have just like gone around the park, but there was like a school like blocking off the other side. So I literally couldn't go any further without walking through a baseball game. And there wasn't like a, it was like the fields were like connected, connected, connected. So I, just just believe me when I say there literally wasn't a way I could have gotten there or else I would have. <laughs> so that that's that's kind of my weird slash sketchy story of the week. Is it, do, you, do you have one, Phelan? So mine's not as much of a story as it is a, a, like just a moment or a place. Mm -hmm. uh, I was driving around the first night it came out for the iOS. And uh, what, we were just, me and my girlfriend, were driving around trying to find Pokestops. Uh, and we saw one on the map and we drove up to it and it was the entrance to like a, a forest. And I assume it was some sort of path that goes through the forest, mm -hmm. but the, the, this path was maybe four feet wide at most. Um, it, it wasn't like a gradual build. It was just like a sudden entrance, just like tree after tree after tree, very sketchy. You couldn't see more than three feet mm -hmm. past the entrance. And it was just that moment where like, do I go in here to get this Pokestop? Or do we just, you know, keep going mm -hmm. and go get one of the other ones? And luckily we were able to get close enough in the car that it didn't have to worry. But uh, <laughs> there were other people around us that we saw walking and were also playing and knew that they were coming up on the stop. And it was just, you know, it's just one of those moments where it's just like someone could easily get stabbed there. Yeah. It, it's very likely. Like that's a sketchy place to have something <laughs> at night. Yeah. Uh, that close to like just a dark, dark woods. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting that they made that a Pokestop. But well, it was a Pokestop because there was like a plaque. So somehow oh, that plaque, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really interesting how they've chosen the stops. Um, I know it, it, the information stems from Ingress, um, which was Niantic's first game, mm -hmm. the, or I don't know if it was their first game, but the predecessor to this game. Um, so I know a lot of that information comes from there. But I did see an article recently that Niantic is taking applications for new Pokestops and Poke Gyms. So you could submit that if you have oh, a good man. idea. I'm gonna, so I'm me gonna and my people at work are trying to figure out how we can get one submitted within sitting distance of where we are at work so that we can just farm the Pokestop all day long. I um, Well, there there technically is one connected to the building I work in, but you can't. you have to be outside to get it. Yeah, see, we want one that we can get from our desks. Yeah, that's what we're. That's our goal. Yeah, that's. I'm. I'm also going to submit that as well. Um. But I guess tying into that, we've got some some cool moments that we've that we've seen. Uh, Phelan, you had a specific story here. Yeah, I mean, there's been some. This is another one that's not as much mm. of a story. Is just the whole I, the first night that me and my girlfriend were out roaming around. We just we recently moved to. Uh, uh, a subsect of Rochester, New York. And like, we haven't explored that much and we just got to see basically a bunch of cool stuff in this, the, the city that we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Um, and the coolest thing was, uh, we saw a Pokestop coming up and I clicked on it and it, the caption on it was penguins and lab coats. And I'm just <laughs> like, 
what? So we drove up to the building and it, it turned out it was a cancer research building that I never knew existed. Hmm. Um, even in, in the city in, uh, yeah, it was just in the very front window, there was this, like three or four penguins just wearing lab coats. And it, that, <laughs> it, it, I'm not sure why, um, but yeah, it was, it was just a cool thing that like, I never even knew that my city had a cancer research area. And now I do thanks to Pokemon go. Yeah. That, that's pretty awesome. Uh, and my story actually happened yesterday. I, I went back to our hometown, uh, of, of Batavia. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Batavia is kind of a little middle of the nowhere town, middle of nowhere town. I mean, it, it's between towns. Buffalo and Rochester. So yeah. the only reason it's as big as it is, is because it's like the dead center. It's, it's roughly 20,000 population wise. Yeah. Uh, so, and there it's a, I'm just going to say old fashioned town. Uh, there's really not a whole heck of a lot to do uh, in Batavia. So uh, I was at a, a poke stop at a a place that's like a little historical center. It's called the Holland Land Office. And it's the type of place that like as a kid you joke about because no one has ever been there. No one goes there. It's like a little like museum of Batavia basically. And I was walking around there yesterday and there's a poke stop there and someone set up a lure and there's actually three poke stops right there, right next to each other. Someone set up a couple lures there and there were seriously 50 plus people just hanging out around the Hellenite office. So I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Like just people coming out of the woodworks to really just to hang out at a place that they've probably tried for decades to get people to go to. And with Pokemon Go instantly there, just like hanging out and catching Pokemon. And there was, it was like people from all walks of life, just like walking around, hanging out. No one was, you know, no one was being creepy or anything, which is surprising for Batavia because almost everyone is creepy all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was cool. You know, people were talking. Uh, I was talking to some people, some kid, some like little kid, probably nine or 10 years old came up on his bike and he's like are you are you guys catching pokemon i go you bet we are buddy he's like i i found a charizard o over there i'm like that's awesome i'm gonna go try to find it he's like yeah and then just rides off i'm like that's like the coolest thing ever like we're walking around with our phones and this kid i mean i don't know if it's a good or a bad thing but the kid knew that we were playing pokemon comes up talks to us has a nice little conversation with us and then just bikes off and you know he felt good about himself if I would have found a Charizard, I would have felt pretty great. Obviously, I didn't, but you know, yeah, it's just that uh, thing. It's just, a, it's a, it's a, it's a cultural phenomenon that's bringing people together, which I think is really great. Yeah, something that just reminded me of there was a uh, a guy at work who he was out to lunch, and he came back and he's like, "Oh man, I I was looking at the you know Pokemon Go while I was at lunch, and I thought I saw an Articuno." He's like, and then I realized it was just the, you know, the gray, sh the great outline was just a Pidgeot and me and another guy at work just looked at him and we were just like, if you ever see an Articuno, you immediately call us yeah, and we will be there. We will, yep. it was like, that, that is a moment that you immediately, no matter what time of day you yeah. get a hold of us. Absolutely. If you see something that, is, that good. Yeah. So it's just kind of, that's what it reminded me of when the kid said, Hey, there's a Charizard. It's just like, if you see something. Of yeah. legendary status, you let me know. I will be there yeah. in five minutes. It, it's funny. I've actually gotten mad at people at work. They're like, oh, yeah, I caught an Electabuzz at work. I'm like, why didn't you tell me that it was there? Yeah. Like, I don't care what I'm doing. I'll go get it. 
I don't care if I'm on, you know, on a call with a customer. Yeah. I will put them on hold. I, I absolutely will. I, I I was almost late for a call with my client because I was at the Buffalo Zoo catching Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that's fantastic. I was almost late. I wasn't. For those of you from work who are listening, I got there on time and my call went great. But I also caught a bunch of Ambers at the Buffalo Zoo. So suck it. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so th th that all ties into the reason that we're doing the show. It is huge. It is doing things culturally that I have not seen in a very, very long time, at least at this level. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before. No. I mean, I think I think Pokemon, the original game, felt like this. Because but that's but we were also just, little yeah. kids and our whole world was yeah our scope of the school. world was yeah our scope of the world was Batavia New York right and in in a school setting and that's kind of what it feels like it feels like the whole world is all at the same school now and we're all playing Pokemon that I think is the feeling that it gives you and that's why it feels kind of like it did you know yeah. fifteen years ago so. Uh, really cool, really cool stuff. Uh, let's move on. We've got, we're going to, we're going to try to collect some of the news of the week from Pokemon Go uh, and we'll post the links in the future. We'll post the links and stuff uh, in the show notes, but we're just going to kind of go over and talk over some of the headlines that we saw uh, in Pokemon Go for the, for, for the week. Um, so we saw some guys fall off a cliff uh, while playing, which is kind of great. Uh, a girl found a dead body. That was also an interesting. That was one of the early ones. I think that was on like day one or two that I remember. I think it was day two. Yeah, that was real early. Uh, we have confirmed that Pokemon Go is already has more daily active users than both Twitter and Tinder. So that's keep that one in mind. <laughs> that's just impressive. Yeah, um, I, I remember seeing statistics based on. Um, the number of people currently playing and that it's already passing tinder and twitter and the thing to keep in mind about that is this game's not available to most of the world yet uh china yeah. hasn't gotten it i think most of europe hasn't gotten it canada hasn't gotten it like yeah. there's very few countries who actually have access to this game right now and the fact that we're all the game itself is already bigger than these worldwide uh apps and systems mm -hmm. like tinder and twitter it's just crazy once you know once china gets their hands on this it's going to absolutely blow up yeah, and apparently I heard a story. Actually, I didn't even hear a story. I just heard someone talking about it, so I don't take this with a grain of salt. Apparently 5% of all smartphones in the world have Pokemon Go on them. I saw 3%, 3%. but that was last Thursday, so that could have gone way up by then, by yeah. now. That, regardless of what it actually is, that's just insane. Yeah, um, and actually, you you said you bring up the fact that not every country has Pokemon Go yet. Reminds me of another story I saw, uh, which was there's due to like some glitch or something. There's only one like city in Korea, South Korea, that has Pokemon Go because it's not released there yet. But one city has it, and apparently, people are just flocking from all around. Yeah, I remember that reading city. that story too. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely insane. I'm just trying to think of like if they're like, oh yeah, only Cleveland, New York, or not Cleveland, New York, Cleveland, Ohio has uh, Pokemon Go in the U.S. I don't know. Like, would I have gone? I, don't I know. mean, 
it's only four hours away. Yeah. I mean, probably not because I didn't even like opt into the beta or really know that it the beta was happening. But uh, yeah, like, I, I knew the beta was back, happening, but I, I found out too to. late. Yeah. Looking back, I now would have wanted to. <laughs> so uh, we also heard a story about the CEO, or I think it was the CEO of Niantic, confirming that there's going to be trading in the game, which I think is is awesome. Uh, that's awesome, but I want to be able to choose to battle people. That's that's one of the big things I want to see too. Yeah, um, I want to just walk up to someone and be like, "Red or dead," and they're just going to be like, "Boo!" I'm you know team Mystic, and then we just throw down. Yeah, and then they crush you because they're team Mystic, and they're obviously much better than you. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, I I agree 100. I want to, I want battling as well. But I the thing is, I want better battling. And we're gonna kind of we'll, we'll we'll segue into a segment that I forgot to write down, but that I want to to do is uh, things we want to see in Pokemon Go. Um, we should probably limit this because I feel like this category could be very big. So we'll yeah, limit we're gonna limit it to one week. thing. Yeah, and yeah. This we'll, week we can talk about battling. We'll talk about battling. So I actually, uh, and this will this will be a segue into my shameless self promotion. I actually wrote an article about things I want to see uh, in Pokemon Go. Uh, check it out at uh, media.egfederation.com. Uh, it it will probably be released by the time you hear this, uh, considering how lazy I am. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, one of the big things was battling, and I I, I agree a hundred percent. I want to be able to see some people on the street and be like, hey. Always blue, and they're like, uh, no, sir. Actually, uh, I looked at the options and I, uh, determined that uh, Team Instinct was the correct choice, and I want to just be able to beat that person up in Pokemon. Uh, because I don't see that's the difference between life. us as a Team Valor person. I just want to beat them up in real life. <laughs> well, I do, but I don't want to get arrested, and I don't actually really want to cause, cause people physical pain. Uh, but I do want to cause them emotional distress by getting crushed in Pokemon. But I don't want it to be the same type of battling as the gym battles, because I think that the gym battles are pretty bad. Spammy? They're really spammy. Maybe if they, like, clean it up a little bit. Like, none of the Pokemon games have ever been like this in any capacity whatsoever in terms of the battle system. Like, yeah. This is, it, it seems like they got a lot of the high-level stuff right with Pokemon Go. Like, the catching Pokemon is great. Um, but I think a, a lot of the polish, like the battle system, let, let's just be honest, it's pretty terrible. At least in its execution, it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of tappings, a tap spam to mm -hmm. attack and randomly swiping and hoping you can dodge. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just because it's pretty laggy that like it doesn't seem like anything you do actually matters and it's just always better to just keep spamming yeah i think that a part of the problem with it could be the fact that the servers seem to have so much troubles that if you want us to battle by tapping and potentially swiping to dodge we need to be have a, a reliable enough connection that we mm -hmm. can do that consistently and right now uh most of the time the game does not have that yeah i mean it would be super easy if they just did it in the traditional way with like turn-based battles like yeah seems super simple super easy i mean they would have to like retroactively go through and like make more moves for Pokemon. But... And they would also have to, you know, the gym leaders would have to have an AI behind it somehow, which gets yeah. interesting if like the, you know, the, the person themselves gets to choose how they want their AI 
to be handled for them or if the game just automatically does it. So there's some there's some design stuff around that. So like I understand why they did it the way they did. But sure. yeah, it's it's and maybe when the servers get better, uh, we'll understand a little more and we'll be able to actually, you know, we'll understand how dodging works better and we'll understand how attacking works better and people start getting strategies. But uh, you know, until the servers come up, you know, it's just tough right now. Yeah, I agree. It just seemed like it, it just boils down to I try to like use my special move and I try to dodge and it just seems worse than just spamming faster <laughs> than spamming. Yeah, basic I, faster. I agree. Uh, and it just doesn't feel satisfying at all, which is like the opposite of what almost everything else in Pokemon Go feels like. Um, but I definitely have other things I want to talk about for things I want to see in Pokemon Go, but we will talk about them. Uh, I did talk about them in my article, but we'll also talk about some more uh, in, in weeks to come. But uh, we're running a little low on time. We want to keep these uh, at about an hour, I think, uh, roughly uh, at maximum. So uh, we're going to go into uh, kind of our last segment, uh, which we're going to do. At, we, we're going to try to do this every week, and we're going to have a tip of the week. Uh, and Phelan, you alluded to earlier that you have a, a tip, tip slash strategy called the uh, circle strategy. And I actually had not heard of this so i'm i'm yeah. legitimately intrigued here so i saw this pretty early on and it's basic high school maybe even middle school geometry like it's it's very once you see it um it, it makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. and i'll do my best to explain it because this is definitely something that would help with a visual aid but uh imagine a circle and at the center of the circle is obviously the pokemon you're trying to get so if you assume the outer part is the three steps and you work your way inwards, you get closer, uh, steps go down, you get closer to that Pokemon. So if you see a Pokemon on your radar that's three steps away, what you, you this helps a lot if you have two people. Um, you can do it by yourself, but it's, it's a little tougher. Uh, if you have two people, what you do is you start walking in opposite directions. Once both of you get to a point where you no longer see the Pokemon on your radar, you find the exact center point between the two of you um, and then you know you're perpendicular. That line that you drew between the two of you, that center point, perpendicular out from that, will either take you to the exact center where the Pokemon is or the opposite direction. So you choose oh. one of them, you start walking. If you don't, if the Pokemon goes away, you know you went the wrong way. If it doesn't, it should theoretically lead you right to where the Pokemon is. So it's a very quick way, um, especially if you have two people. Like I said, if you have one person, it's a, you got to kind of guess where the center is between two points, and it mm -hmm. can get a little bit tougher. But if you have two people, just walk, you know, like I said, walk away from each other, stop as soon as you both don't see it, figure out what that center point is, and then, you know, go perpendicular of, of that line in either direction, and uh, one of the directions will be right where that Pokemon is. So That's interesting. I didn't it, think about that. I it, Yeah. And I want to mention, too, I, we didn't mention it earlier, and I found people who aren't aware. Uh, the steps are set up so that one step is 100 meters, two steps is 200 meters, and three is 300 meters. Um, 100 meters is roughly the length of a football field. Uh, it's about, you know, 100 yards uh, in the English conversion. Mm -hmm. So um, just to keep kind of, you know, keep that in perspective of where you are and stuff. So Yeah, that, that's really interesting. Um, I, I, kind of, I did something, I guess, a little less – uh, technical than that. I would just start walking in one direction. If I saw that it was I wasn't getting closer, I changed the direction, rinse and repeat until I got the right direction. And then yeah, that's kind of like brute forcing it. Yeah. Um, this this way is a, it's like I said, if it's you draw it out, elegant, yeah, yeah, if you draw it out, it's a very much a hey, I'm pretty sure I learned this in you know like ninth grade math. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I'm definitely going to be utilizing that from now on. 
uh, especially if I'm with multiple people, which I tend to be. Um, but my tip of the week for this week is going to be just in general, don't spend your stardust until you're very late level. Um, so I made the mistake of, especially when you start out, uh, I made the mistake of thinking that like, oh, I've got this CP 150 Raticate. Well, this is going to be my Pokemon that I, that I, you know, I'm going to use it forever. Or, or better yet, better example, I'm going to use my CP 13 Squirtle that I started with. That's going to be my starter Pokemon. I'm going to use it. Uh, I'm going to nurture and love this thing. And I'm going to level it up forever. Uh, kind of like every single other Pokemon game ever, but that goes into things we want to see in Pokemon. Uh, it doesn't work like that in Pokemon Go, sadly. Um, you are going to progressively catch stronger and stronger Pokemon. The Pokemon, as sad as it sounds, the Pokemon you get in the first like couple days that you start playing, you're basically just going to be turning them into candy. Uh, they're almost completely useless. So my tip of the week is don't spend Stardust to power up Pokemon until I'm just going to arbitrarily say level 15. Uh, I've heard, I've read that you shouldn't spend it until you're like level 20, but I think it, it's going to really be relative to the gyms you're seeing. So I wouldn't start spending Stardust until you are catching Pokemon that are very close to what you're seeing in the gyms uh, around you. So I made the mistake of spending a bunch of Stardust early on, and now it costs, you know, a thousand or 1300 dust per level up, and I just don't have the dust to do it now. So I, I really wish I would have hoarded my dust and had like, you know, 100k dust or whatever. Now, now I only have like, 15k 18k yeah and the other um thing to kind of remember with this is once you do hit that level and you do uh want to start leveling up make sure you're leveling you're picking i guess uh, let me take a step back mm -hmm. when you're coming when it comes time to choose uh which ones you want to evolve you want to make sure you get the highest cp with the lowest potential and for those of you that don't know what the potential is that's the uh semi-circle half arc uh, thing that's right below the CP mm -hmm. that gradually builds up as you power them up. Uh, you're going to want to pick one that has the lowest possible potential with the highest CP, and then those are the ones that you evolve, and then those are the ones that you're going to eventually want to level up, because mm -hmm. they're going to get you the most bang for your buck. Yeah, for for sure. And, and that, you know, I guess I mean, you don't have to wait that long. It, it's really going to depend on what your gyms around your area look like, but you don't. What you don't want to do is take your very low CP Pokemon and start pumping Stardust into it to try to get it up to where your gyms are. That that's just a waste of Stardust, and it's going to end up being, in the long run, you're going to just be starved of Stardust. That's that's yeah. exactly what happened to me, and I regret it. Yeah, the, and the biggest thing I can say for like trying to find gyms that aren't going to be ridiculously high levels is. If you see an area with a lot of gyms and a lot of Pokestops, those gyms are going to just naturally be higher because there's going to be more people in that area farming and therefore more people to have higher Pokemon to have mm -hmm. better gyms. Try to, uh, if you can, go to an area where, um, you know, just kind of drive around, walk around, look on a map until you find just, you know, a gym off by itself. Mm -hmm. And those are going to be the ones that are going to give you the best chance with maybe 
something less than a thousand that you have a chance of capturing yeah and bring friends because that makes it easier yeah i didn't actually even realize that you could attack with friends until oh yeah a couple days ago uh, when I was randomly fighting a gym, I'm like, oh, I'm never going to beat this. And then the gym just got destroyed. I saw, like, a gold bat in the background. I'm like, oh, man, this guy just helped me out so much. Yeah. Just crushed it. Um, but, yeah, that, that – yeah, it, it, in general, the the basic strat, the basic tip, don't spend your Stardust until later on. Just, just hold out as long as you can. Um, but it, it's really going to be case by case. It's going to depend on you know what your friends do, what your area looks like, and that. But just in general, don't spend your stardust. But uh, I think that's going to be the show for today. I think we got a lot. We kept, we talked about a lot. I like the I like the the flow of the show and whatnot. Um, so I guess we'll we'll start uh, we'll start closing it out. Um, I don't, I don't, I didn't even write down an outro or anything, but I mean, um, should we just do the pokey rap? Cause that's, that's what the original <laughs> show did. That's true. Uh, I can't think of the pokey rap right now, but like, if I start hearing, uh, like certain parts of it, I'm like, do you know, do you know any of the pokey rap? Uh, so for those who aren't aware, the first like 50 episodes <laughs> of the original season are on Netflix and I have started to go back and watch those the past week. And so I've heard the pokey rap go through a few times now, and I I don't know any of it off the top of my head besides uh, specific ones that just pop up in the song like oh yeah for whatever reason when he says war turtle it's war turtle yeah mutu tentacle aerodactyl I'm a night slow po yeah I, I yeah. it's the same thing with me like I can't think of that's any all of it right folks. now yeah I can't think of any of it right now but if someone says like two Pokemon in succession I can usually fill finish out the yeah. rest of the, da, da, the poker da, 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 Pidgey gotta yeah. catch them all gotta catch them all <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but maybe we'll do some poker rap at the end of the show normally I don't know I don't know how we're gonna do the outro normally why don't we just do it like most things do and Phelan why don't you tell people where people can find you um, talk to you and contact you yeah you can find me on Twitter that's probably the best place to contact me I'm at Phelan, F-A-I-L-3-N. Um, you can either tweet me there, message me on... Actually, I don't know if I have messaging set up. You could tweet me on there, and I'll respond. I don't I don't get that many people talking to me, uh, so I usually read through all my notifications. So, mm. yeah. If for some reason you want to talk to me, discuss the circle strat or anything like that, you know, give it, hit me up on the Twitter sphere. <laughs> yeah, that's usually the best place to find me, too. I'm at the underscore Blevins on Twitter. Uh, you can also, if you want, I actually have a Twitter set up for the show. It's at P Go Big uh, for Pokemon Go Big podcast. Um, tweet at the show. Let us know. I'm going to start posting some polls and whatnot. I've, I've been retweeting some stuff as well. So follow us on Twitter. Um, I'm going to set up some polls. Answer in the polls, please. Uh, it's going to help shape the show um to the way that you got to to what you guys want to hear i think we're probably going to keep it relatively similar to how we did it this week uh, and kind of go over some of the same stuff if anything new pops up we'll talk about it but this is kind of how the show is going to go for the most part um but that's going to be it for today for the pilot episode um i had a lot of fun feeling i hope you did too um, yeah. Thank you guys all for listening to the Pokemon Go Big podcast. And and just a quick shout out yeah. to High Noon Podcast. If you guys like Overwatch, make sure you oh. check out High Noon Podcast. 
Yes, that is a. They do a great job over there. I hear. Yeah, Phelan, you, you people have literally been asking where I am. Yeah, request. No, no, not that. Requesting that you come back on the show. So we're we're gonna have to yeah, work something out at some point. Yeah, it's it's tough with my schedule, but we'll figure something out. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, I guess we'll we'll end it with remember, guys. Do do you need to do one thing? And that is, you don't, know, no, don't there's two, poke, you, you, don't Pokemon and drive. Don't Pokemon and drive. No, no. There's two things that you can do. You have two choices when ending this podcast, you can Pokemon go big or Pokemon go home. Thanks for listening guys. <laughs>